was it good? Welcome to Was It Good? I'm your host, Ravi, joined by two ants, Krishna and Arjuna. We just saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, and it was a film. Warning, this episode contains spoilers. Please do not listen if you haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, or you just don't give a fuck. Arjuna, details, please. We talking about what? On this edition of Was It Good? As Ravi said, we are talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, the 20th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, directed by Peyton Reed, the same director of Ant-Man 1, uh, produced by Kevin Feige and Stephen Broussard, written by Chris McKenna, Eric Somers, Paul Rudd, uh, Andrew Bearer, and Gabriel Ferrari, Ferrari? Uh, (laughs) starring uh, Paul Rudd, uh, Evangeline Lilly, uh, Michael Pena, Walton Goggins, Bobby Cannavale, Judy Greer, Tip T.I. Harris, uh, some other people, Randall Park, Michelle Pfeiffer, Lawrence Fishburne, and uh, Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. And Underratedly it, great cast. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a star-studded cast it for is. sure. All those and, guys. Are great. Um, yeah, it's the second in the Ant-Man uh, franchise i guess sub franchise for the marvel cinematic universe and the first uh marvel cinematic universe movie since the uh late april release of avengers infinity wars krishna yes what was your initial thoughts when uh when we sat down in the beautiful amc theater by the way arjuna and i uh we are not sponsored by the way by amc but arjuna and i were smart and intelligent enough to use the New A-list feature of AMC, $20 a month, and you can see up to three films a week. So this film cost Arjuna and I pretty much nothing, while it cost Krishna $22, was it? $20. I, I don't know, 20 was I, I sent you 20, 20. so. But put it 1995 Put it this way, Ravi and Arjuna spend $20 a month, and then I spent $20. So for $20, I got to see one movie. And for $20, Ravi and Arjuna can get to see up to... Uh, 12 movies this coming month. And so again, we are not an official sponsor or sponsored by AMC, but if you use the <coughs> yes, code yes, yes, if yes, you yes. use the code BADTACOS in the checkout line for AMC when you sign up for A-List, it will absolutely not nothing will happen. Yeah, that, that you'll get an error message and you'll come back and swear at us. But anyway, Christian, what did you think as you sat in those comfy reclining chairs mm-hmm. at the theater? Let me preface what I'm about to say with uh, I almost, you know, I, I think from a few months, quite a few months, maybe even up to a year, when this movie was announced, saying I'm not going to see this in theaters. Uh, I did not like the first Ant Man. It was boring. It was forgettable. I I just couldn't remember it. I, I actually don't know if the movie actually was that bad. It's because the setting that I saw that movie in was just too much going on around me. Saw it with friends. There was people playing beer pong over there, people eating wings over here. It was just. You Wait, know, I'm sorry. Wait, at a movie, movie theater? Yeah, this is a movie theater. No, no, this was at, at oh. my at, uh, was like, wow, my friend Dan's place. It's it a was, fun movie it was theater. Just too much going on. So Dan, Dan, yes. like the was the Dan. Dan number three is this or Dan two? Uh, I think it's Dan four. Two. Dan two. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the one with the glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Does he listen to this podcast? Uh, he should. If he doesn't, then he should. What a terrible friend! <laughs> How dare you? Dan is a legend. Dan, if you're listening to us, you can tweet us at was it good underscore and rate. Krishna's hair. 
uh, Christian's tell bald, us, by the way. Tell, us, 10 out of 10. tell us, Dan, in the tweet, was Christian's hair good? Anyways. Um, Christian's initial impression, sorry. Yeah, the initial impression. So I went in with this movie expecting it to be dog shit. Uh, you know, I just I just was not expecting, especially after we've, we've had uh, Black Panther and we've had uh, Avengers Infinity Wars, which were two highs somehow you know they were both excellent movies and how many times has marvel gotten two movies in a row that were great never i think that was the first time ever uh, but captain I, america winter soldier and guardians was that with those back to back but yeah in 2014 but oh, the ex- God, i think great, though I with that one it's a little different because um similar to like the black panther well actually no because black panther was already kind of killing it in civil war but guardians was kind of a left Left field, right? Not a whole lot of people yeah. knew, and it was definitely, um, you know, it was a gamble. Oh, sure. I mean, it was a good payoff for sure, but uh, the best payoff ever. But yeah. so I went into this movie expecting nothing, and I was pleasantly surprised. It was funny, um, it, you know. I think I think the cast was great. I had fun. I, it was a fun, entertaining movie, and after the seriousness of Infinity Wars. I think it was a great movie to come out after that. It, it felt like a like Ant Man is a small scale guy doing small scale things because <laughs> he shrinks because he shrinks and gets big. Um, that's what she said. Uh, and you know, it was. I I, th- I think it was. I had a lot of fun with the movie. I I wasn't expecting anything, so maybe that helped. Arjuna, can you fact check me real quick? But I believe um, as of today, the two days after initially released. The Saturday, sunny out, 103 degrees in sunny Los Angeles. Hmm. Is it sitting on Rotten Tomatoes at 83 around that weird, bizarre land? Uh, please hold while Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> loads Beep. onto my laptop. I'm sorry, Mr. Producer. It's uh, at an 86%. Holy fuck. Okay, do you think... Hold on, hold on. 86% critical score, 81% audience score. Mm-hmm. Okay, Arjun, question for you. Because Christian has spoken quite a bit. Well, actually, and, and w- real quick, <laughs> uh, to continue that. I'm asking your question. Average, so you have the Rotten Tomato like percentage score, but you also have the average rating out of 10. Right. The average rating out of a 10 is a 6.9. <gasps> Christian, 69. Yes. But Arjuna, do you think that score, 86, the critics, do you think that is accurate, or do you think that is a little... Disney bloated. Uh, I mean, but so we did this a few episodes back, right? Uh, going through the Marvel, Disney, MCU, uh, Rotten Tomato scores, and we said on a whole they're pretty bloated. Uh, but th- this, uh, I would say, within that scale, within how they scaled those Disney movies, this is probably right about where it should be. Uh, you know, if this was any other movie and it wasn't this connected universe, I would think it would be sitting right around like a 60, 50-ish, which is where it should be. But again, because of that Disney bloat, because of, you know, I mean, Doctor Strange is one of the highest rated Rotten Tomatoes MCU movies. And I think everybody at this table, you know, gags at that. And I think I think Doctor Strange is higher rated than Black Panther, maybe? I don't know. I have to. I, I I can't remember yesterday. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway, w- what I'm saying is, I think with with how they rate these movies, this fits because I think r- this is somewhere in the middle to bottom range of Disney MCU movies with how they're rated. And I think that that's right about. It's kind of average. It's not bad. It's not good. It is what it is. I still don't believe or feel like I always look at like a rating system when I set up. You know, within zero to a hundred, I go back to you know school. Right. Mm-hmm. What's a you did great. 
Good yes. job. B, you did okay. C is average, but what C was always around that like 68 to like 77, 78 percentile, right? That's well, like 70 ranging. to like 79. Something like that, right? So at an 86, which is basically like a B, almost a B plus, I'd give it a B. I wouldn't give that film a B or a B plus. I'd give that a C. I'd give a C it minus. I'd give it a high 70s, low 80s. So because I, I thought it was that I'm fun. just going to go on real quick. Arjuna, can can you hit the button? Oh, wow. we're already here. Oh, we're already here cuz Here we so go. So, the movie, I went into the movie knowing that it was going to be a Paul Rudd film. I mean, the, <laughs> the dude basically wrote the whole thing. Let's be honest. Oh, he it did. Was, he, he has a writing credit. He. On it. It's all of his jokes. You know, we've got similar things in terms of the characters, like Luis from the the first Ant Man doing his, you know, exaggerated. You know, well, like, hey, yeah. So I was like, hey, girl, with you know that whole spit or whatever, which was funny. It was good, whatever. Um, in terms of it being in this Marvel Cinematic Universe, it still to me does not fit. It's still too. This is bizarre to say in a in a, in a Marvel film. It's still too comedic, and it feels still too Paul Rudd, which to me is still is like a, a level of disconnect, right? In terms of its comedy and and its story and its um, scope and scale of what's happening and everything, this film just doesn't feel connected. Like we we're in terms of like our sequel films and our uh, like our third films and all of that. Those films with other characters like Captain America, Thor. Um, you know, even Black Panther, right? They all still feel very connected within this MCU thing. I would, I would push it to a level of like Ant Man feels kind of like the Netflix shows in which it's the setting, right? Is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, sure. but in terms of the scope and the scale and all that, it just doesn't feel as connected. I went into this truly thinking I would see more of a connection with the rest of the Avengers. We didn't get anything except that last shitty, stupid after credit thing. Spoiler alert. I mean, I started the show with it. Well, super, super spoiler alert. Super, super spoiler So at the very, very end, um, you know, Ant-Man goes into the to the micro, mini, quantum, quantum universe, realm. whatever the hell you want to call it, to collect, you know, uh, quantum energy. For, quintessence. For quintessence <laughs> for Ghost. And during that same time while he's down there, you know, Thanos snaps his fingers. Um and basically, the entire um, Michael Douglas family vaporizes. The Pym family. The Pym family gone. is gone, and you know he's stuck down there. That was basically, to me, the only kind of real connection with the the rest of the universe. I was hoping that maybe even something like with the the FBI agents, um, some kind of connection there on a on a larger scale. I don't know what you could have done. Uh, maybe make some of them somebody who's like a, an ex. Shield agent who's now working for the FBI because there was a lot of Shield influence in this film. There was a lot Hank of Shield. Pym and, I, well, I would uh, say there was a lot, I would say it was a lot of Shield mention. Yeah. There are no other Shield characters that I'm familiar with with this ten year universe. They're busy. Built up. They're real busy right now with what the hell's going on over there. So uh, I hear your points. You're, those are definitely valid points. The reason I don't have Th- an issue you. with it is that every Christian agrees with me. Every franchise Conversation's over. Uh, every franchise needs its own within the MCU needs its own feel. And I, I would say the weakest movies are the ones that don't establish that. That's the reason I like this so much. I like that it's somewhat disconnected. I like that the comedic humor is Paul Rudd and that it is a little bit zanier and, and you know, it pushes the envelope a little bit more from the regular stock MCU uh, comedy. So to me, 
That's the strength. I mean, it. with that argument, you shouldn't have liked Black Panther then. That's completely disconnected from the MCU as well. He lives in his own isolated country that's not known to the known world. Wakanda. At all. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. That, that's completely disconnected. There's no mention of anything else. There's a brief mention that his dad died and he's coming back and that's it. So the you know what I mean? Hold like, on, the, hold on. So the big difference there, though, with Black Panther is he was set up within Civil War, which was already connected within the whole universe. Ant-Man basically appeared out War. of the canals of creativity. No, but that but he was also his arc was set up perfectly from Civil War. Uh, uh, in terms of he the whole motivation of him going and then being arrested and not taking hope, having house arrest all stems from Civil War. So how could you say that isn't connected? It just doesn't feel like there was enough connection in terms of uh, it, being, much, it being a sequel Ant-Man movie, right? So uh, Winter Soldier, Civil War, they were heavily influenced. You had other characters, other things within the, so- so the whole universe coming together for whatever. Granted, um, Cap is like the main character in those things, sure. but you had other elements and other things. I, I didn't feel like there was enough of that in this film to make it feel like it was part of it. But I get what Christian is saying that, yes, it's, maybe it is needed, but for such a film to come out after Infinity War, right? Where you've got this big, big event, and I know what everyone's gonna say, and I, I can really see your eyes rolling. Yes, they just put this film out to make some more money and give it a little snippet, right? No, I, I have a, a different reason, but keep going. Uh, oh, that was it. I oh. mean, yeah, so, ultimately, yeah, the film yeah. was just put out more money, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I, I would agree with that, but uh, to me, uh, great storytelling, and you have to look at the storytelling from the entire MCU uh, perspective. Great storytelling. You always need some kind of lighthearted moment after something really terrible happens. You always, always, always. Because if you keep that tension so high and so serious and also so connected to that event without some sort of comic relief and just looking like a regular storyline of any kind of movie or novel or whatever, without like a refrain or a break from that high tension, the tension loses its its punch. So uh, that's why I really like the movie, because after the seriousness of Infinity Wars, it's like, oh, you know, break. I laughed a lot. It totally takes your mind off of that, which is exactly what you need, in my opinion. Because now, let's be honest, that, that after Christian, he's stuck in the quantum realm. That is a huge, not, you forget about, you know, the Pym family disappearing. He's stuck in the quantum realm. That has huge, uh, what's, what do you call it? Um, you have uh, uh, huge ramifications for his brain, his mind. He could lose it. So. Well, and I mean, if you read rumors and set photos and everything, it has huge implications for the next Avengers. You know, the the rumor, you know, we're getting into speculation mode here, but the, the rumors speculation are... Speculation time. Oh, we, the, need, we need a, the a rumor. Drop. The rumor is that, you know, Avengers 4, untitled Avengers 4 movie, which is the official unofficial title. I thought we saw something with the cinematographer dropping Yeah, it name. was called Endgame. That's, that's still a rumor, though. It's right. not official. Um, so for Avengers Endgame, let's call it for now, there could be a ton of time travel involved. And a lot of people have talked about, there's been set photos of uh, a completely gray Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark, with an Ant-Man going into different moments in the MCU. The battle in New York, um, the very beginning of Civil War when they have the fight with Crossbones, uh, and a bunch of uh, they There's uh, Captain America in his original... 1940s Captain America suit has been seen, and then like these the same old man, Ant Man, uh, old man, Iron Man, and Ant Man being involved. So, uh, you know, you, you call it a, a shitty after credit scene, 
And, you know, it is a tease and everything, but that it is how the MCU has worked from the very beginning with Samuel L. Jackson showing up at the end of Iron Man with the uh, Avengers That's, initiative. That still gives me goosebumps. No, I agree. Just but, like in Signs when the alien but, pops up. But I will say this. I think I think the end credit scene has set up Ant-Man to play a vital role in Avengers 4. And I just I just disagree with the fact that it's not connected to the MCU. There, there's so many name drops. The implications of a previous movie are so... You, you, you think about it this way, right? You have these 20 films. This is the second in an Ant-Man franchise. There's this middle in-between called Civil War that completely changes everything from one to two. That's referenced quite liberally in this movie, right? That's a big like that's a big step for Marvel to take a movie. In, that wasn't even done in Spider-Man Homecoming. You know what I mean? Like Civil War, if you watch Spider-Man Homecoming, Civil War has less impact on that than this movie in my opinion. Right? Because Tony Stark is a completely different character from Civil War to Spider-Man to Avengers. He goes from this to this to this. Like the motivation doesn't line up. That to me was the biggest part, the biggest problem with Spider-Man. Tony Stark's motivations didn't line up. For this movie, I just felt like the the it was a be, it's a believable through line of Scott Lang and where these characters have gone and everything. So I just I don't I just don't see I don't see how it's not connected. To your point, the reason that it might not feel connected because like Arjun said, there's a lot of name drops and stuff, but I do understand your point where it doesn't feel that way. That's why I liked it because it didn't feel like super connected. It was logically it is connected, right? But the, because he, maybe more than any other Marvel character, he has his own life. He has a daughter. He has a career that he's trying to get off the ground. He's under house arrest. So those things are given prominence in this movie, right? right. Whereas the rest of the characters are all about the Avengers and saving the world and uh, doing all these heroic Avenger-y type things. And I, uh, that's why... You know, that's why it does feel so different because he has his own life. He has his own motivations. He has, you know what? He's like, y- y- sure, being an Avenger, that's cool. Yeah, I'm friends with Cap. You know, that's what I call him. But he has a daughter and he's trying to be a role model. And, you know, he's trying to get through this three day, the last three days of his two year house arrest, which yeah. to me is like, wow, they, they did that. Like, that's right, he's cool. Not, he's not a billionaire. He's not a king. He's not a frozen guy out of time. He's just a guy. He, he's a, guy. a he's electrical a, engineer. He's a thief. Well, he's an electrical engineer by trade first. Oh, right. was he? Yeah. But well, wait, was I, so I forget Ant Man one so much. What is he a thief in that he one? He was a con. He he conned like he's an ex con essentially. That's why they call very. He worked with those other guys. Yeah. To rob people, he used his electrical engineering skills. He fell on hard times, so he turned to crime. Oh, okay, right. cool. I need to rewatch that, that movie because I haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> Does it? Does Actually, it? I don't even know if kind I saw the end of that movie. Perfect rhyme. How bad is that? Say what? I don't know if I even saw the end of Ant Man one. I I've I only, been, I I've only I seen Ant Man. Wow, what? I've only seen Ant Man <laughs> one. I think just the once. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's th- one time. And I don't remember. Just like it. Thor two. Oh. Hey, I, I have it on iTunes. If you ever want to watch it. No, I'm good. I don't know why. So, I didn't. so I pulled up the um, that same Rotten Tomatoes list now with Ant Man and the Wasp in there. It's slap dab in the middle at eighty six percent. There are ten movies that have worse ratings and nine movies with better ratings. I will say because of, and once again, we are not sponsored by AMC. I will <laughs> say yet. because we use the AMC A-list feature to go see this film, it didn't technically cost $20 or however much. So I, I don't feel as bad. <laughs> I still feel kind of, I'm very, 
very like bleh on it, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, we, we consistently bring up you know the the comic book movie fatigue or whatever. I think that's definitely playing a, a part in this. You know, we go from something so epic and big as Infinity War, and then we go to this. Mm-hmm. I guess my fear is if we don't get Infinity War level films, am I always going to be? Huh. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I yeah, guess. I think you, I think you have to re- reset your expect, and then like Captain Marvel is the next Marvel it could, movie. Could be now. another. Could be I another. Think, I, I mean, I think I, I have to do what I did when Solo came out and just blow out all expectations. Yeah, yeah. go in. I would and eat a giant because thing of popcorn and get stomachache. I, I mean, it's like watching Luke Cage right on Netflix or whatever. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't had the willpower to yeah exactly it's you have to like even though it is set in the same universe right it's like picking up your favorite marvel comic just because you pick up spider-man doesn't mean you know captain america America and iron man Man and the avengers and both the x-men are all going to show up in the same issue because you have to keep it small scale and large scale and you have to to balance it all Mm -hmm. so i i get that and uh interesting uh quote i pulled up here paul rudd uh, mentioned that he was interested, so kind of going to Krishna's point, he was interested in Scott Lang being a regular person rather than innately heroic or super and to be driven by his desire to be a responsible parent, mm-hmm. specifically for the second movie. Yeah. Whereas, like, Captain America is trying to defeat evil and Iron Man is trying to... You know, feed Put his, a shield around the world. Feed his, right? e- feed his ego, yeah. pretty much, which is just more outsized than any power in the universe. You know, Thanos is trying to destroy half of the universe, uh... Thor is trying to be the god of lightning or thunder or whatever it is he's trying to do. What do you guys think uh, in two of these last three movies, or in a few of these last three movies, right? Really since the disbandment of S.H.I.E.L.D., we get um, some operative within government, right? A CIA CIA agent like um, Martin... Freeman. Martin Freeman's character in Black Panther. Uh, we have um, Jimmy Woo's character, uh, or Jimmy Woo is the character name, but played by Randall Park. Uh, as he was FB- great. As an FBI agent. <laughs> he was hilarious. You know. Do you want to get dinner? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. wait. Did you want to get dinner? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but do we see, you know, thinking of the Marvel-Disney through line, that they will make a spin-off show with all of these government operatives called... They government. should <laughs> literally make it a YouTube Red series. It's funny you bring that up. There are comics out there, yeah. one-off comics, where they do focus on like the men and women behind S.H.I.E.L.D. or the men and women in the government agency. Or there's an entire, um, what is it, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the, the Marvel animated show. There was, an, I think, a, two or three episodes which focused on, like, the cleanup crew right. that would go into, like, when after the big battle. So there was a... It'd be kind of funny. There was a... So the, the whole cleanup crew was a TV pilot for ABC a few years back that they passed on. And then, actually, elements of that was were incorporated into Homecoming because uh, Michael Keaton's character is part of a cleanup crew. So they used some of those story elements there. But... It just it's just interesting to me that they're kind of casting some big names like Randall Park and uh Martin you know, Martin Freeman more yeah, Morgan Freeman. Mm. <laughs> Martin Freeman, uh as these operative roles. Would you a uh, quick question. If they made if they were coming out with a six uh a six episode ten minute T- six ten-minute episodes on YouTube Red around these characters. Would that be enough for you to sign up for a trial version of YouTube Red to see it? Fuck no. I might. 
mm-hmm. for a trial if it's a free trial. And, and they were and, and they were billing it as like, do you remember? Do you remember the I think of the promo with Thor where Thor is talking to that regular guy? Yeah. yeah. If they if they if they the previews were like that where it's just it's just totally like totally getting away from the yeah. epicness, but it's like it's still connected, but it's just. Like the comedic, it has to it, ha- it has to be another platform because YouTube is a pile of crap. YouTube Red, just YouTube in general. Oh, it's is a it pile of crap? I mean, ABC has so many. They have Freeform. They Disney have has their own Hulu. digital platform coming out they're, soon. They're about so. to have so, their own uh, digital so platform. They're gonna have Hulu and so it's months. not so it's not YouTube Red. It, I mean, I'm thing. sorry, it's not the series idea. It's more the platform. Yeah, yeah the being platform is. So if it was yeah. on Facebook, no, fuck Facebook as well. If it was on Hulu. Okay, it doesn't matter what it's on. If it was just available, it does. It does. It does matter what it's on. It, clearly, it does, and that's that's interesting to me. That's that's all I'm saying. Like the series, the series itself is not enough, right? If if and that's what I'm trying to get at. Like if Marvel's like, we have this idea and this is what we want to pitch. It it that's not enough. It, it still depends on the platform that they're releasing. Oh, one hundred percent. Which is interesting because that's something that studios probably want to think about, right? It's I like, think that. Well, I, oh, I'm do sure I want to do this on YouTube? Do I want to do this on Netflix? I'm sure they're HBO? already thinking about that stuff. Yeah. I mean, when they have to. I mean, you're not the only this one. This is a huge sure. side tangent here, but Leah, when uh, the whole thing broke with Facebook, right, with the whole data stealing everything, they lost so many damn users. Right. Um, people pulled actual like shows that were specific to Facebook. Right. We ourselves are even looking at you know this is a little behind the scenes, but we ourselves have been discussing do we continue our Facebook platform and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, when everything happened with YouTube with that that dumb shit Logan Paul, same thing. Advertisement, how you actually get advertisements on YouTube, the whole game changed. Mm-hmm. So I would assume studios with all their money and and brains <coughs> would would be doing that. <coughs> Oh, probably not though. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these these studios and these companies spend such specific time and resources to developing series specifically for the platforms, and you know, Disney and the television department have taken strides in that with developing shows specifically for network for ABC, specifically for Netflix, you know, streaming specifically for Hulu, specifically for their freeform, you know, so. Each of those shows are catered for that audience and everything. Like they, you know, they've done research and they've said, okay, what properties do we have? And what's going to fit the best? Um, so yeah, you know, I, I think it. I think they, if if there was a show idea, they would figure out, okay, where could this fit? Mm-hmm. Especially, you yeah. know, is it a YouTube Red? Is it a YouTube? Is it a, is, is it an IGTV? You know? Yeah, that's, uh, that's good. It, uh, you know, vertical. That would be hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. Like, can you imagine like Randall Park's character? Like, and it's like, okay, you know. Like they're having a meeting about the Avengers, and he's just like taking selfies, and then he accidentally hits video, and it's still recording, and that's like the first episode, or whatever. Could be, that'd be, something, that'd be something fun like that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That'd be so great. Yeah, uh, all of these uh, ideas are copyrighted Disney. You can't take them. Yeah, sorry, Christian. Do you have anything for your special section? I do. Back off. My issue. You my fucking fuck. <laughs> yeah, wow. We should combine those. Uh, my biggest issue uh, with the movie. And this is a Marvel problem, and it sort of continued. It was the was the villain. The villain to me was set up in such a way where they really missed they really missed an opportunity, in my opinion. To me, this villain, she ghost. Uh, she her mo- whole motivation was to survive, and there's not one single more powerful motivation than that in life and in fiction, and it was totally underwhelming and undersold. And, uh, you know, uh, the movie could only be so long, and they, I saw what they were trying to do. They're trying to focus around Scott Lang, his life, his motivations, and, you know, all of his stuff. 
you know, and also Hank Pym and, you know, that, that family as well. But they really missed an opportunity to make Ghost compelling. Um, they did great with the limited time that she was in it. Her power was cool, but there wasn't enough. Like, I didn't, you know, I wanted to, I actually wanted to care about Ghost. I wanted, I was like, that's a great reason to do the things that you do. She's in pain all the time. She just wants to survive. She wants to rip the power out and give it to herself so she can live. Like, how can you really be mad at someone for right. that? And it was... They just wasn't, I wasn't connected emo enough emotionally. Um, they missed the boat on developing the relationship between her and Foster, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character. Uh, I just, they, they missed a huge opportunity, I think, to make another compelling Marvel villain who seems to now to be, she'll be an ally or, or a hero, but she could have been such a great villain for this movie. So and they missed, they missed an opportunity. So I, I think, you know, very typical of what Disney has continued to do with these movies is it was overstuffed. It was overstuffed with plot elements and other characters that took away from that. And I love Walton Goggins, but his character of Sonny Birch and that whole side plot was completely unnecessary, Agreed. in my opinion. Yep. You know, I get the, the technology handover. Real quick, real quick, guys. We've said in my opinion, about six times now. In my opinion. Well, I mean, we have to be politically correct, okay? We're not. Hey, we're listen, for those listening, this is an opinion-based show. <laughs> so no more saying my opinion. Well, I'm just making sure people know it's my opinion and not your No, opinion. it is the opinion of a taco that went bad. From now on, I'll say in Ravi's opinion. Breaking tacos. <laughs> uh, um, Ooh. So... so what I'm trying to say, though, is, like, Walton Goggins, Sonny Birch's character, completely unnecessary. Um, you know, if you're going to have ghosts, I don't know if, you know, having the FBI kind of, you know, the, the mole, and then it, it was too much. There was, there was too many elements going on, you know? Uh, I just wish sometimes I'd just pick, you know, pick a plot and just kind of go with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, you know, having, having Birch, having the FBI, having the whole thing with the mom going on took away from the character of Ghost. Uh, and I think you could have done a great movie just with Ghost and, and trying to get the mob and the energy and all that type of stuff and, and made it a little more intimate. Mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah, get rid of, yeah, Ghost was pointless. Get rid of that character. Ghost? Yes. The get villain? Yeah, get rid of it. Focus on the whole um, quantum realm thing mm. and make the villain or whatever more tied into the quantum universe specifically with that like, would be cool. I, I thought they were going to actually do what the comics had set up mm. the quantum realm. realm is a full-blown universe with people with culture with villains and they didn't do any of that which sucks but it seems like do you get the impression that they might be setting it up because because hank is there or not hank scott is there well before that though um uh hope's mom She's clearly learned some things. She's got a whole different outfit and like a, a, a weird weapon on her back. It, it looked like it was one her. of her wings, like remade yeah, into a yeah. staff. Yep. So clear. So I, I don't think we can rule that out yet. They're just taking their sweet ass time to get to it. But actually, that that's a cool. That would have been a cool idea too. Like make instead of having a traditional villain, make the quantum universe the obstacle. The, exactly. That, that, that would have been that, that would have yeah, been very that very been different. A, that that would have been, been cool. a, a cooler movie. And you know, one of my problems with Ghost. I think she could have been a cool character, but again, it's just more like MCU revisionist history. Like, I was an operative for S.H.I.E.L.D. and did all these horrible things. Never saw her. And I'm only being mentioned now. now. <laughs> so, you know, she would have been a great opponent for um, Sebastian Stan, uh, Winter Soldier. Like, can you imagine them squaring off? That'd like, how great. many operatives did S.H.I.E.L.D. have? That uh, just excuse me. Samuel Jackson's a very secretive guy. Okay? But, I mean, he clearly he didn't just know about wait, any of these. Just wait until in Avengers 4. 
halfway through. <laughs> oh, All the God. Avengers are dead. Samuel L. Jackson appears and says, motherfuckers, here are the secret Avengers. And there's like 10 new characters, and you're like, cool, there's 10 more Marvel oh, films to come. Yay! Well, well, the secret Avengers, and it's the X-Men, because the deal finally went through. Well, that here, would be crazy. You know, here's and an, it's a shitty Photoshop well, job. Well, here's an interesting... <laughs> here's an intre- There's some interesting theories coming out about this Ant-Man movie, and I actually briefly mentioned this to Ravi. Uh, when Christian was getting our coffee, because he's our intern now. Damn it, I am. (laughs) Uh, No, but this movie potentially set up two teams to appear sooner or later, potentially as soon as Avengers 4. Um, Scott's daughter, uh, Cassie, mentions that she wants to partner up with Scott Lang. Now, his daughter does become like a young Avenger, and there's the young Avengers. So there's theory... She's 10! So, so there's theories of that. She's too young. There's man. also a theory that there's an actress who looks just like ca- an older actress who's been cast as Cassie, um, who's been cast for Avengers Four to potentially play a female Ant Man in the future because quantum so, realm time so, travel. Well, some theories out there uh, postulate that Avengers Four will start like 20 years in the future, right? Like, there's it's been 20 year, like 20 plus years since. The click happened, and Tony Stark and everyone's kind of reeling Marvel and dealing with it. They, Marvel everything. doesn't have the balls. I don't know. I mean, well, if if it's time travel and all resets, like after it, that, it doesn't point, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You right? go, you you go could, 100 you years. You do whatever in the you want. At this I would point. love. I would probably. You could have Cable and Bishop come in and try. I would do shit. I would sell my cat Megatron if I could be in the initial test screening when they have the first, the very first cut of Avengers Four, and they show it to the very first test screening audience and they say what do you think it's already been shown because that film you will never see because it will be this giant clusterfuck of everything that you want and then the end result is going to be this cookie cutter thing cookie cutter like da 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 everyone is safe oh Frodo so so the Young Avengers are the first team that could potentially show up maybe in Avengers 4 the other more compelling one to me is and it actually deals with Ghost so Ghost is left alive at the end of this movie, which is, once again, very rare for Marvel movies, as they normally kill them off. But she's she's out in the wind, and we even see our heroes at the end of the movie are aiding her to... She's an ally now. She's, she's sort of an ally. There's a team within the MCU called the Thunderbolts, and they are basically the Marvel version of the Suicide Squad. Uh, what's most interesting about Ghost is she is a prominent member of the Thunderbolts. Who else is on the Thunderbolts? Uh, some other more well-known uh, characters. Luke Cage is a leader for the Thunderbolts. Um, Zemo, Baron Zemo from Civil War, is oh, shit. traditionally the leader. He's still alive. Whoa. Uh, more obviously, um, the general uh, who is in Civil War and in the Hulk, uh, Thaddeus Bolt. His middle name is... Um, Thunderbolt. Oh, wow. Right? And he becomes the Red Hulk, and he's, uh, in some versions, part of the team as well. Hmm. Uh, So there's an interesting theory with how his role in Avengers, where basically he's lost all of his Avengers, you know, War Machine cuts him off or whatever, and now half of them are gone and disappeared, that he might form the Thunderbolts as another team to lead Earth, and they could potentially appear in Avengers 4, especially as you have... Um, in all of these movies, a lot more villains left alive. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like that will happen, but it'll be like a 30-second as they're getting defeated. Yeah, I don't think it'll you, be you very know, long. Yeah, but it, which it's would just suck, a, but... It's just an interesting, yeah. an interesting 
type of thing. Ah, well, there we go. That is interesting. Are we at that time? I think we are. Um, Ravi, I'll go first. Krishna, was it good? Can we do that? Yeah, why not? Change it up a bit. Oh, okay. So I am Krishna. I'm going to speak to myself. Krishna, was it good? Yes, it was. You know why? Uh, because it was. I already explained it. Oh, well, Krishna, you're very smart. You go next. Hi, Ravi. Was it good? No, it was boring. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> uh, I am shocked that you said that from what you based, based on what you said today. Take it back. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This one's tough because for me it is so average. <laughs> well, then, but, but, but just... You know, don't even think about it. Arjuna, was it good? I would have to say no. It was not good. Holy, that that surprises me. Holy moly. It doesn't surprise me. Really? Yeah. He was so... Well, no, he was more concerned with the not being connected. I guess or, that makes or sense. Or being connected. Or, yeah. Wait. No, he was concerned it wasn't connected. Wait. No, no I was concerned. Yeah, you, that was you. You're, you're getting yourself confused with Arjuna's brain. The brand. My brand. My, my, brand. No, I my mean, mind to your my, mind. My reason for saying it wasn't good, it was just kind of, it was like a meh. Like, it was a, it was an entertaining average movie. Um, <laughs> and, 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 like, I, I was entertained, but I, I don't think I'll, uh, and, you know, going to the watch it again. Like, I don't think I'll ever watch that again, personally. Mm -hmm. Same here. Um, I, would. I would. I would watch it again if I want to throw on a Marvel movie that is entertaining, that I'm going to laugh at, that I don't have to pay attention to. There's not many, there are not, there are not many other Marvel movies that I can say that about, that I'll just throw on where I don't need to pay attention, but it's, it's, it's just, it's actually funny. It's funny from beginning to end, and it's, I'm just, I don't have to be that invested in it. There's not, there's not many others. Either I have to pay attention, they're too epic, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was epic once. I think that brings us to the end of this exhilarating and thrilling show about a movie about an ant and a wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is Was It Good? You can follow us on Twitter at WasItGood underscore. Tweet us questions, comments, and more. And be sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, and all of your favorite podcast players. This pod and us are part of the larger Bad Tacos Pictures. Be sure to follow Bad Tacos on Twitter at Bad Tacos underscore, Instagram Bad Tacos Pictures, Facebook and YouTube for our sketches, our show Whiskey Bros, and so much more. We've always got exciting new stuff. And Patreon, patreon.com slash Bad Tacos. Still uh, need to update that. Uh, fun fact this is our first uh, No Was It Good since Jessica Jones Season 2, also a Marvel Cinematic Universe property. Marvel. Not shocking. Marvel, figure it out. Thank you for listening. This was Was It Good. Bye-bye.